0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: Oh, I give a rat's ass about Twitter. <laughs>
0: What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes podcast presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Tuesday edition of the show. We are here to start our January mock draft. Not sure if you realize this or not, but the first week of every month for the last several months, we have dedicated a lot of those shows to a mock draft, and today will be the January edition picks one through ten. Kyle, welcome to the show. We have? I think so. I think like the last two or three, November, December. I'm I'm just
1: being rude. (laughs) It's just being a dick, but yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's very own brand. Uh, Mock draft time is always fun. Uh, I would like to give a disclaimer. Do not expect trades just because Trevor (laughs) Sikama put out a mock draft for the draft network with trades. Don't expect it here. We're not getting that crazy. We're not that crazy yet joe i think probably what march it'll be the first uh, time i try and do a trades mock draft yeah i'm pretty
0: scared of those up until about the end but uh i mean it just makes so much sense right with the one quarterback that seems to be coveted towards the top of the draft and the He's not in. yeah the haskins is He's in. in there's not a lot of need that quarterback in the first three picks and uh, it's gonna get weird it's gonna be fun it's gonna be crazy nfl draft man it's the uh It's the best reality TV you can possibly get. So uh, we're here to take you through it. Shall we?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Well, real quick, big day for underclassmen declarations on Monday. Montgomery, David Montgomery running back Iowa State. Cornerback Byron Murphy, Washington. Dwayne Askins, Ohio State. I mean, this thing's filling up. There's only like a week left to go. So uh, we're starting to kind of get a big feel here. But that was a big day at declarations, Kyle. I know those are probably maybe your top guy at each position.
1: Yeah, I'm... uh... Gonna be interested to see. I, I've been holding off on doing film assessments on each of those guys. And I have been pretty aggressive with with film studies so far this year, but I have not done those guys. And now that they're in, I'm hoping they meet the expectations that I have in place. But we'll see. I know good and well you did Byron Murphy's film. Yeah, well, I was just talking <laughs> primarily about
0: Montgomery and OK, assets. OK, OK. All right. We know we know where you stand on Byron Murphy. That's not a, elite. That a, yeah, he's All right. elite. No, no secrets there. Will he go in the top ten? Let's find out right now, Kyle. I am on the clock. Arizona Cardinals number one overall. And we're going with Nick Bosa, defensive end, Ohio State. I'm going to have a hard time not doing this. Maybe you think about like the help for Rosen on offense and Jonah Williams being the best offensive lineman in this class. But I've got a dynamic edge rusher. I've got a guy that can be that Von Miller, Miles Garrett, Khalil Mack type player on the edge. And I know that if there's probably anything that Arizona does have, it does have a good pass rusher in Chandler Jones. But uh, this is a situation where I think we've got a clear-cut best player in this draft. And I don't think that the Arizona Cardinals should ever be in thinking about not going in that direction unless they feel like there's a lot of value in a trade and they can still get a difference maker by trading back and getting a bunch of assets. So, uh, look, maybe we don't necessarily have the biggest need here, but Arizona needs to get the best football player in the draft, and that's Nick Bosa.
1: All right, so San Francisco's on the clock. And, Joe, this team has spent a lot of capital along the defensive line, and they really can't afford to take Quentin Williams right now. Is what, what what do we say on this podcast? We say don't let good players prevent you from taking great players. That's our that's our brand. Well, they got defo. And defo's that- young. And <laughs> yeah. defoe's good. So this is this would just be outrageously redundant for me to take Quinn and Williams as the San Francisco 49ers. So San Francisco, I will just say this. I hope you guys are happy about those two worthless games you won in December this year, because here you are. And the value of the board is not going to meet your roster needs. I'm going with Josh Allen, edge rusher from Kentucky. This is a popular pick with San Francisco fans, so I am appeasing to you, but let me me tell you I am doing it begrudgingly, because it's not the best value here for the 49ers now here I am with the jets <laughs> and you're in the same exact boat with Quinn and Williams. <laughs> Although did you hear that they were potentially considering trading and shopping Leonard Williams this off season?
0: That would be dumb. Uh, yeah. I, I haven't heard that. Um, we got to see what that defense is going to be. Right. And they're getting new staff. Uh, Bulls, a lot of three-four type stuff. So let's see what that looks like because right now there's not much in the way of a four-three defensive end on, on this depth chart right now. So we'll see what that looks like. Look, I got, I, I can't, I can't let it go any further. I cannot let it go any further. I'd love to give Jonah Williams to the Jets right now. I would. I really, really would. But Quentin Williams is an, is is the second best player in this draft behind Nick boson I'm not sure that. There's that big of a gap between those two guys. And so maybe there's not a huge need on the defensive side of the ball for the Jets. And you want to get some playmakers around, uh, you know, Sam Darnold and beef up that offensive line. But Quinn Williams is is just the best player on the board. And I'm not going to do what you just did. I'm going with Quinn and Williams to the Jets. Maybe we're going to a 4-3. We'll put him and Leonard Williams inside, and we'll have a dynamic duo of defensive tackles for a long time. So uh, right here, stopping the bleeding. And I know that's not that far, but and Williams is the type of player that does not deserve to get beyond pick number three.
1: Joe, who's keeping your linebackers clean? You know, Kyle,
0: we're not worried about that right
1: now. Oh, okay. We're not worried about that right now. We just want to fill the, the Excel NFL, sheet. The NFL.
0: I just saw the, the Chargers beat the Ravens by not even playing
1: linebackers. It's, all right, get out of here with that. Joe, who's going to keep your six safeties clean then? It doesn't matter. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Oakland Raiders on the clock at four, and I'm really tempted to take Jonah Williams and replace that piece of trash <laughs> Colton Miller. I'm just kidding. All right, Mike Mayock here. This is you. You get to be Mike Mayock right now. Yeah, Mike Mayock. And Joe, you know who my number three overall player is, right? I do. I do. He's still on the board. Yeah. So we're going to make another splash. This is another edge. We've had defensive linemen with the first four picks now because Brian Burns from Florida State. The Oakland Raiders traded away Khalil Mack. Watch Khalil Mack proceed to just breathe confidence into the Chicago Bears defense in addition to all the young players that they have there and they sorely miss that pass rush prowess well Brian Burns has length explosiveness hand counters very effective pass rusher I think this is a great place to start if you're going to rebuild this pass rush selecting Florida State's Brian Burns with the fourth overall selection. Don't get too hung up on his weight. He's over 240 right now, and functional play strength was not a problem.
0: Okay, so there it is. Brian Burns, number four to the Raiders. I am up with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a very important pick every time it comes around for us here at the Draft Network. But before I give you my pick for the Buccaneers, let me tell you about our sponsor today, and that is my bookie. Guys, the NFL playoffs are here, and it's time to get in on the action at my bookie. Don't be that guy with no rooting interest as your relatives and friends sit around watching games. Not this year, not with Super Bowl 53 right around the corner. It is truly the most wonderful time of the year. Make sure you're ready for the daily action by signing up for my bookie today. They pay fast when you win. Ownership really cares about good customer service and they offer the craziest props. When your bet is just as excuse me, where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. And if you're ready to make money during this playoff season, you've got to check out MyBookie. I trust them, but you don't have to take my word for it. Check it out for yourself. Join now, and MyBookie will offer you 50% deposit bonus to make sure you have a good bankroll for the playoffs. Use our promo code LOCKEDON25 when you deposit to activate the offer. That's promo code LOCKEDON25. At MyBookie, you play, you win, and you get paid. We'll be right back for the Tampa Bay Bucks pick right after this.
2: Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and it's only fitting that this important interruption is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Have you thought about what you're getting your loved one this year? Or maybe you want to give the gift of sweet-smelling grundle bliss to your partner. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Whether you're the only one who gets to see what's going on down there, or you're one of many, do you, your partner, and everyone else a favor and introduce yourself to this revolutionary company. Manscaped just launched their brand new Perfect Package. Inside the Manscaped Perfect Package, you'll find their lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, which features skin-safe technology and will prevent you or your man from cutting his nuts. Speaking of smelling nice, let's be real no one wants to carry around that locker room smell with them. That's why I am thankful for the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. These products keep your crotchal region from sweating, smelling, and sticking. The perfect package will also come with a pair of Manscaped boxer briefs, And guess who else will thank you? Your balls will thank you. 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code locked on at manscape.com. All right, Kyle. Here we go. Tampa Bay
0: Bucks here on the clock, number five overall. And I got a really strong feeling Bruce Arians is going to be the next head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And in a lot of ways, I like that for Jameis Winston. But what I get nervous about with the Bruce Arians offense, is five, seven step drops, a lot of deep vertical stuff, and you need pass protection for that. We need to make sure Jameis can stay upright and allow those routes to develop, and he can rip it down the field. So let's get Jonah Williams right here. Get that left tackle. Let's upgrade Donovan Smith and and, and make sure that if we're going to go with the vertical passing game, that we got the pass pro in front of him. Jonah Williams has the foundational traits to be a standout for a really long time i think he's the best offensive lineman in this class and uh, he'll give not only you know the pass pro that we talk about but he's a dynamic run blocker he can create movement at the line of scrimmage he's a great vertical blocker he wins in space he's a friggin' stud and he's exactly what tampa's going to need at left tackle if they're going to move to uh, bruce arian's offense
1: now let me i do have a question for you because we talk about jonah williams and we talk about what his strengths and weaknesses are Did you have any apprehension about taking a guy who didn't necessarily have ideal length for a guy that's going to be taking a lot of deep pass sets? he frames rusher so
0: well and his base is so strong. Like I, I know he's going to stay in front of guys and like, he's a good hand combater. Like he knows how to, to win that. He, he does get outreach. Like there's no question you watch film. He's going to get outreach at times, but how well does he do to battle and refit his hands? Like, I, I think it's going to be fine. And if it's not fine, we got a Brandon Scherf situation. We got a, a friggin' dynamic guard, but I, I think he deserves every chance to play left tackle.
1: Right. And I think that's the bailout, right? Is, you know, deep down, like, If he doesn't materialize at left tackle the way you would expect he would, and I'm in the exact same boat that you are, put him inside. He's going to be like all pro. Like you'll be just fine. (laughs) It's a pretty. It should be a pretty smooth transition for him, regardless where you ask him to play. Number six, New York Giants. Joe, do I have to give analysis on this pick? (sighs) Yeah, Dwayne Haskins. Oh, you broke the Jaguars' heart, (laughs) Haskins. (laughs) Listen, I'm not going to let the Jaguars get it. Jacksonville fans have been telling me Blake Bortles hasn't been a problem before this mm. season for two years now. Here we are. Oh, Joe. You prematurely <laughs> filled in your pick. I know. You couldn't <laughs> handle now it, now, could you you? Got, now you got me all rattled. Oh, I'm going to try my best to refocus here and talk about Dwayne Haskins. Um, <laughs> Haskins made the smart decision yesterday coming out and getting into this draft class because there is – Very little competition for him as far as his physical tools, his production, and his youth. These things all work together. He's rough around the edges, Joe. I did some All-22 work on him the other day. I didn't do a full report. Couldn't bring myself to write it just in case he went back to Ohio State. But he's up and down, and there there are ebbs and flows in his game, but I think he's got every single tool that you would want for a franchise-caliber quarterback. Can you get the most out of him? That remains to be seen, but if he's going to go somewhere, shit, let's put him with Odell Beckham, Evan Ingram, Sterling Shepard, Saquon Barkley in the backfield. An offensive line that they just spent a crap ton of money who actually played pretty well down the stretch. Will Hernandez there, uh, Nate Solder there. This is an overhauled group. I think this is... The Giants have the potential if the board falls like this or if in real life they were to trade up to kind of rejuvenate the prospect of you build the infrastructure around the quarterback and then you put the quarterback in last because you've seen so many teams do it the other way around. And it's been popular with the Rams and the Eagles and the Buffalo Bills with Josh Allen. And, you know, they, they get so aggressive and then they play their first year and there's very little around them at all. Dwayne Haskins in New York will be the polar opposite of that. And I think it could set him up for a successful season.
0: You know what's interesting though is like the Giants could just sit there and draft them. But the, the risk, the risk, look, they're they're right. ahead of, yeah. you know, the risk is someone else moving up, right? So this could be a situation where uh somebody's gonna pay it you you know just yeah who's gonna do it uh okay here i am jacksonville jaguars number seven overall kyle had his own personal reaction because he already knows the pick uh and again this is a predictive mock this is not what joe marino would do uh but i'm going with daniel jones the duke quarterback here to the jaguars at number seven and what i think this comes down to is not necessarily that daniel jones is a surefire top 10 pick but we've got a massive need here for the Jaguars. We need to get a new direction at quarterback. And I think Daniel Jones, in a lot of ways, would be the right one for Jacksonville. First of all, he's a high football character guy. Excellent, excellent intangibles, a guy that you know can be the leader of your offense and 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 be – You know, know, the face of your franchise from not from from who he is right who he is as a player in person. Uh, And I think that's what Jacksonville needs in this locker room where I think you've got a lot of big personalities and you need someone to kind of glue that together, someone to hold people accountable, somebody that is going to set the standard every single day. And I think you're going to get that from Daniel Jones in the NFL. Secondly, this is a run-heavy, power-run offense, play-action, and Daniel Jones is a guy that I like in that idea that w- with those types of concepts, a guy that hits spot, throws down the field, the guy that I think can really push the ball with some accuracy down the field. Those bucket throws really pop from time to time, especially this year at some points earlier in the season. Uh, I also like him in terms of uh, just being able to get the ball out quick and operating quick game. And so I think that the foundation of the power run game serves itself well to what Daniel Jones is as a quarterback right now. And uh, obviously he's a very dynamic dual threat guy. He's a guy that can take off with his legs and, and work outside the pocket and roll out, do all those types of things. So I don't necessarily think he's a, he's a surefire top 10 caliber prospect, but when I think about, the need and I think about what he can be and, and all those things. I think we've got a marriage here with Jacksonville at seven. This is NFL Under Review, local experts on the biggest NFL stories.
1: Okay, Joe. The Detroit Lions are picking eighth, and if you survey this division, you've got Aaron Rodgers with a new head coach, hopefully rejuvenates that offense. You got Mitch Trubisky and the twelve and four Chicago Bears who pound the ball. Uh, Trubisky actually threw the ball pretty well in the second half of that game, Joe. Yeah, if you saw those throws, nice little soft spot throws against zone coverage. Uh, and then you have the Minnesota Vikings with Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen and aired out Kirk Cousins. Detroit. I'm going to go a little different direction versus the direction that I've typically taken. I've typically favored Cleveland Farrell with this pick. Wouldn't be a bad pick, but it's not who I'm picking. Going with my number four overall player, Deontay Thompson, free safety out of Alabama. Why? Glover Quinn is currently your starting free safety. And Glover Quinn is 32 years old. He has one year remaining on his contract after this season. And Deontay Thompson has elite, single high, free safety, spacing and coverage skills. And I think that can provide a great deal of value to the Detroit Lions. So you can pencil me in. Deontay Thompson, safety Alabama, going to Detroit at number eight.
0: Buffalo Bills at number nine, Kyle. I think I know what you expect me to do here. I think I know what the listeners expect me to do right here. And I'm not going to do it. I'm going to give you a different angle here. Part of that is because of the way things developed in this scenario, but also the great unknown with this mock draft that we're doing right now in January is that free agency is going to dictate so much of this discussion, right? And so let's not assume that Certain needs aren't filled, you know, particularly on the offensive side of the football with Buffalo and free agency. And it puts them in position to to be a little more open minded with their pick. And I think Buffalo, they have a good defense, but they need dynamic players on the defensive line. And I think what? Ed Oliver is that right. What? And I th- what, what do you mean? You want? Yeah. Yeah. We're doing, this. we're doing this right now. Look, the, B- the Bills need a dude. They need a dude on that defensive line. Right now, start with Harrison Phillips are the Bills' defensive tackle tandem right now. Phillips is a nice spark plug off the bench. Lou is a space-eating one-tech. I need that dynamic interior penetrator to fit into Sean McDermott's 4-3 defense. Kyle Williams is retired. Kyle Williams, love him to death, also not very dynamic in his older age. And now I've got a guy that can fill that Kawan short role for Sean McDermott in the Bills' defense. Give me that interior penetrator. Get that pressure up the middle. It's going to make Jerry Hughes and Trent Murphy and Shaq Lawson better on the outside. I just think uh, we'll go with a different direction here. We'll we'll trust Buffalo to address some things later in the draft offensively and free agency. And let's get that dude in the front seven to really make this defense uh, an even better
1: one. Joe, you wild, man. Mm-hmm. You wild. You wild. All right. So I'm assessing my own personal big board right now. The Denver Broncos are in the clock at 10. Byron Murphy at five is still available. Cleveland Farrell at eight is still available. DK Metcalf at nine. Raekwon Davis at 10. Those are my top 10 players still available. Joe, what if I told you I'm not going to pick any of them here? Let's get weird. <laughs> I'm looking at the Denver Broncos death chart. And I have some concerns with the offensive line. Yep. Obviously, Ronald Leary, Max Garcia on IR, that's not going to help matters whatsoever. But I'm looking specifically at right tackle. Garrett Bowles was a first-round pick in 2017. Jared Valdir in a contract season, and the backup is Billy Turner. And I am an expert, unfortunately, <laughs> in all things Billy Turner. Denver, you don't want this smoke. I can tell you right now. Which is why you can pencil me in for Oklahoma right tackle Cody Ford going at number 10 to the Denver Broncos. Size, length, ability to reset the line of scrimmage. He has that same nasty demeanor that attracted Denver to Garrett Bowles so much when Bowles came out of Utah. He's not quite as athletic, but he is an absolute mauler. And this team found success this past year when they ran the football and stopped trying to pretend like they still had Peyton Manning on the roster. So you can give me Cody Ford... And I think that plug and play at right tackle will really help continue this Denver Broncos team to establish that identity of being the team that will beat the snot out of you up front on the line of scrimmage.
0: Don't hate it. Don't hate it at all, Kyle. They need help up front, and this is
1: a good fit. So you told me, uh, let's get weird. Was it weird?
0: Uh, I thought about him with the Bills picking nine.
1: I did. Because, you yeah, know, I don't know why.
0: Did. I watched that freaking Colts team on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You tell me that offense, their, their weapons aren't good. And T.Y. Hilton's a great player, right? Ebron right. was cut. Who are these other receivers? The Colts are throwing the football to. They're kicking the shit out of guys up front. Braden Smith, Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly. Costanzo can suddenly play because he's got good players around him. That offensive line is, re, I mean, look, I get it. Andrew Luck being healthy is everything. But don't let's not underestimate how dynamic this offensive line was to this team Winning 10 games and winning a playoff game on, you know, this past weekend and being a team yep. that nobody wants to play right now. Yep. So I, I'm, I'm I'm in on some offensive line. I think it's a good offensive line class here overall that uh, people are kind of sleeping on. This is a
1: good group. Totally agree with you. And, you know, the league's cyclical, right? Yes. Uh, and I, th- I think we're going to start seeing that this Colts team may be the catalyst for a couple teams saying, yeah, that's the direction <laughs> we need to go. Get real yep. mean up front. Yep. So that's why we win Cody Ford. So that does it for today's show, Joe. We did the top 10 today. We're back tomorrow with uh, 11 through 22. We got 11 picks each of the next two shows on Wednesday and Friday. We hope you guys enjoyed. Hit subscribe. We've bubbled back up into the iTunes rankings, so we'd like to thank all of you who do subscribe to the show, listen to the show, check the show out on twitch.tv slash the draft network. We're going to have a grand old time, I promise you that. So come back, check out the middle portion of this mock draft tomorrow. I'm Kyle Krabs with Joe Marino. Thanks, as always, for listening to the Draft Podcast.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.